开始准备平安。Peace to you, brothers and sisters. 那个师兄创造这世界这个系列的信息。We'll continue the sermon series, A Master's Design. 今日你咪结束这个 series and message. Today we will con- conclude this sermon series. 因为你这边需要。And because of some special needs of some brothers and sisters. 那度增加两等嘅 message. We have decided to add two more sermons. 今日拜拉讲创造教会，其实是并守住嘅世界。Last week, we have shared with you the relationship between siblings. This morning, we'll talk about master's design for singles. Our topic this morning: blessed singleness. Is there are two general types of single in the church today? The first group are those who are prepared. To get married. The second group are those who decided not to get married at all. They have decided to remain single throughout their lives. But in reality, there's another group there existing. Those who have been married before. But because of one reason or the other. Now they are leading a life of a single. It's possible that their spouse have、uh, passed on, or because of any problems, because of divorce, they are no longer married. However, this third group、uh, will be more complicated. This morning we will not be discussing about this group. But our main point this morning is. How can one be happy and blessed being a single? Whether you belong to the first group who are waiting to get married, or you may have decided not to get married at all. You've been married before, and now you are single. And yet, you can be a happy and married single person. There's a very important principle that you need to understand. Being single is a choice. I have my own standard, targets, objective. I want to establish a more meaningful relationship in marriage. So I'm not sure when to get married. That's why I don't want to、uh, carelessly get into a marriage. Unless I find my Mr. Mr. or Miss Right, I will decide to be single. So being single itself is a choice. Come to think of it, if you want to get married anyhow, let me tell you, there are so many uh, un, uh, desirable, unsuitable male or female before you, and yet you decide not to accept them. Don't you think this is your choice? Because you have decided. Not to be careless about your decision, and for that reason, you remain single up to this day. But please pay attention. Being single itself is not a problem. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. No problem. It's all right if I remain single. After God created human beings, God placed human beings in a group. 
And what does this include? It included uh, the, the birds in the sky, the fishes in the sea, and all the animals and reptiles running on earth. God even created a suitable partner, Eve, to help Adam. Because as human beings, you need to live in a group. Because each one of us desire to establish intimate relationships. Where do you find such intimate relationships? Immediately, you, uh, the first thing that comes to your mind is marriage. Yes, intimacy relationship. If you are married, you can get into intimate relationships. But please pay attention to this point. Apart from marriage, in reality, you can also find close relationship in other places. That's why being married or getting married is not the only solution. Today, let me share with you these two important principles. Myth and happiness of being single. First, let's look at what's the myth behind being single. There are three misconceptions that we often have. First, to be. Self-abasement. Unmarried people, they feel that uh, they, are, they, they are very pitiful. They feel that they are not good enough. And because of this, I could not find the suitable partner. In reality, that's not the case. Human beings are created in the image of God. And man is the best there is. Whether you're single or you're married. Whether you remain single or you're not. But please pay attention. You and I are the best in the eyes of God. We are created in the image of God. In the Bible, there are two very outstanding personalities. Both of them remain single. Apostle Paul and our Lord Jesus Christ. Both of them remain unmarried throughout their lives. But may I ask, can you find any self-abasement in these two persons? Of course not. In 1 Corinthians chapter 7, Apostle Paul pointed out uh, it's good to be married and it's also good not to get married. Unmarried person should not feel this feeling of self-abasement. Well, sometimes when you see others with their boyfriend or with their girlfriend, you may ask yourselves, why can I have one? In your heart, you, you may come across this question, am I no better than any one of them? How come nobody is quoting me? Why is it that whenever I will approach another person, I will be rejected? Does that mean that I'm not good enough for them? You need to reject and put away such thoughts. Because second class citizen. 
Being single is not equivalent to being a second-class citizen. Why? The value of each person does not depend on his marriage, but on Lord Jesus who died on the cross for us. Our Lord Jesus Christ has paid a heavy price for us. And because of that, he valued us. He grant each one of us an abundant life. He loved those who are married in the same way he loved those who are not married. First thing, unmarried single person should not feel, have this feeling of self-abasement. Second, the second myth that we often encounter is the self-pity. And sometimes being single, you will pity yourselves. Why am I single? If out there, everyone has his or her friend. I, it seems that I don't have a friend. I'm so pitiful. Please pay attention. Those who have this feeling of self-pity may lack the strength to accomplish things. And because you don't have the drive to accomplish things, and in the eyes of others, you might not be a good person. And because of this, it's difficult for you to attract other people to come after you. And it becomes a vicious cycle. The more your self-pity, the more you lack the strength and the will to do things. And the more you do not accomplish anything, the more unsuitable your looks will become. And because of this, you fail to attract other people. May the Lord help us. We need to understand something very important. Whether you're married or you remain single, we all have the same goal in life, and that is our lives are to be more and more like Christ. And some people, after being married, Either their sons or their daughters, their husbands or their wives. And these family members will motivate and encourage this person to change his life to be more and more like Christ. While others, they live a single life. And yet, it's their desire to pursue, to know more about God. So that their singleness life will be more and more like Christ. So on one hand, those who are married may not be the excellent, outstanding group. In the same way, those who are not married or those who remain single should not be considered a second class. All of us should have the same goal that our lives are to be more and more like Christ. I wonder if you ever thought about this. We are born as a single person. The day that we leave this world, we will leave this world as a single. What does it mean? No one is born with boyfriend or girlfriend. 
And after some years of time, they met the uh, suitable person to get married and they no longer remain single. However, couples between husbands and wives, one party may pass away earlier than the other. It's uh, very unusual if both would pass away at the same time. Unless there's an accident. More often than that, one person will depart first than the spouse. And the remaining one will lead the remainder of his or her life being single. So you can see that we start our lives by being single and we will end it by being single as well. There's no need for anyone to experience this self-pity feeling. Third, the third means is the means of loneliness. Those who are single may feel loneliness. When, especially when they see two persons uh, interacting as couples. And yet he or she remain by herself or himself. And this person will feel the loneliness. We have to admit that it's inevitable that such person may at some point in his or her life feel the loneliness. Especially when this person would participate or attend any special occasion. Like attending a wedding ceremony. And such environment, such surrounding would instigate and move the feelings. Or when a person is sick and he, that person realized that no one's there to take care of him. You feel the loneliness and you pity yourself. Please pay attention. Being single does not mean being lonely. But in the book of Genesis, uh, chapter 2, it says that The Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Because God deemed it not suitable, not appropriate for this person to remain by himself. You may think that being single, being unmarried, you might end up being lonely. Yes. Yet, yet you need to understand something very important. In the times in the book of Genesis, during that time, there's only one person in the entire world, and his name Adam. At that time, he was living in a world filled with animals. And yet, there was no partner, no person behind, beside him. No one's there to share his joy, neither someone there to understand his bitterness and sorrow. And that's why the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. And because of that, a suitable helper was created to help him. Please pay attention. And today, 
today with the 7.8 billion population in the entire world. We are living in a very big group of people. And we are surrounded by many personalities and partners beside us. Unmarried single people does not mean to say that you need to lead a lonely life. May I ask you this question? Will you consider Apostle Paul a lonely man? And Paul himself wrote at least 13 books in the New Testament. The book of Romans, the book of Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, 1st and 2nd Corinthians. Then you'll discover that not just Paul, but he has also many co-workers surrounding him. And he has so many friends just like Priscilla Aquila Dr. Luke Timothy Silas Anisimus Tychicus and Epaphroditus Aristarchus Mark Titus and Philemon and there are many others can you consider Paul a lonely man? Paul has a more crowded uh, surroundings. And yet Apostle Paul said, And Priscilla and Aquila are people who are willing to die for me. If you have such friends, Can you say that you lead a lonely life? Please pay attention and understand this very important thing. Marriage is a temporary gift from God to us on earth, and the relationship of marriage on earth is not forever. If you take a look at the Gospel of Luke, chapter 20, 34 to 35. The people of this age married, marry and are given in marriage, but those who are considered worthy of taking part in that age and in the resurrection from the death will neither marry nor be given in marriage. And Jesus compared this world and the other world. This age and this, this age. age and that age. So now the long age As if we are living in two different ages. This age that we are living in is temporary. Nothing is forever. But in the age that is to come, the relationship that we will have with our Lord Jesus Christ, the relationship that we will have with our brothers and sisters will last forever. And that's why we will never be lonely. And then, by then, we will have our spiritual family. May the Lord help us. As we begin to understand the various different myths surrounding unmarried or being single. The second point. How can we lead a happy life being a single? 
If we consider being single or unmarried uh, not a form of feeling self-abasement, self-pity, nor loneliness, how then can a single person or an unmarried person lead a happy life? How does the Bible teach us to do so? Allow me to present to you two important principles where we can learn from. First, make good use of your singlehood time to enrich your life. Being single is an important point in our lives that each one of us may have to go through. Before we get married, we all are single or unmarried persons. And after some time, you might find a suitable partner. And eventually you get married, you no longer remain single. While others, you are still waiting for the Mr. or Miss Wright. While others, you have decided not to get married at all. And you have decided to remain unmarried and lead a single life. Whether which part or which type of life you want to be in. You need to make good use of your time as a single person. To enrich and to equip your own life. Some people have this wrong concept about marriage. Thinking that they'll find their eternal happiness and joy after being married. And simply put, as if my desire, my ambition of eternal happiness depends on you. And after I marry you, you should be the single source to bring me happiness. In reality, we all know that it's not the case. No one can guarantee happiness in your life. Before you get married, if your life is not happy and you don't experience any joy at all, after you get married, you will be more disappointed. You will put unnecessary and unreasonable demands on the life of the other person. And the other person will find it extremely hard because of your high standards and various demands. And in the end, he will lead a very difficult life and you will live likewise. Please pay attention. Make good use of your singlehood time to enrich your life and make yourself the right person rather than finding the right person. If we read from the Gospel of Luke chapter 2 verse 52 Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. In this particular verse we are shown in four different areas where Jesus experienced growth. First Growth in wisdom. His knowledge, his wisdom, 
His educational attainment. And Jesus uh, did not stop growing in this area. And second aspect, we find growth in the physical stature of Jesus. It may also pertain to a person's age. So, so there's a proportionate growth between Jesus' age and his physical stature. If you would like to see how happy and blessed a man or single person can be, this person needs to have a healthy body. That's why you need to train and exercise your own physical bodies. How can one be happy if he is uh, physically sick? Third, Jesus grow in his spiritual maturity. This includes a person's devotional life. Maybe the way how he would read his scriptures, his prayer life. Jesus has not stopped pursuing growth in spiritual aspect with God. The fourth area is social interactions. And the Bible describes increase in uh, Jesus found favor in the eyes of men. Because Jesus experienced a mature social life. And he also enjoyed a normal, natural interaction in between human beings. We we need to make good use of our time and enriching our lives. Including your physical aspect and your mental aspect. Your spiritual life as well as your social life. In that way, then you will experience joy in a life of being single. I personally got married at the age of 29. That happened more than 30 years ago. At that time, being getting married at the age of 29 is considered late marriage. Normally, people would tend to get married at the age of 25 or earlier. You may ask, how come you get married so late? After I graduated from the seminary. I've decided to come to the Philippines as a missionary. I'm entering into a totally new environment where I'll be encountering a new form of language, a new method of serving God. At that time, I've decided that I will not discuss about marriage, neither will I actively pursue anyone. I've decided to uh, set aside three years of my life in order to equip myself and for nine long months I listened to uh, more than 
10 years of Sunday worship services messages in order for me to understand and comprehend the Fukien dialect. After nine months, and nine months thereafter, when I have decided to converse and communicate in the Fukien dialect, after one month, and a month later, I, I was able to preach in the Fukien dialect. And throughout those three years, I read through the entire Bible five times. And I've also read so many uh, spiritual books. And those three years were used in order to prepare and equip me for proper service and in reality throughout those three years very amusing sometimes when I enter my office my office I'll find a picture, a photograph of a young lady in front of me. It turned out that somebody wanted to introduce this person. And sometimes when I enter the office, I'll find a gift on my table. And sometimes there are flowers there. Or some food. And it seems that people wanted to match me a matchmaker. But Unfortunately, and because the time is not yet there, it's not appropriate. And after taking a look, I put it aside. Of course, I will eat the food there. And that's it. So and three years after, I got married. And three years afterwards, I began my married life. May God help us as we treasure the time where we are single in order to enrich and equip our lives. We do not know what God has prepared and in store for us. The second point. Let us make good use of our time being single to please the Lord. If we read 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verses 33 to 34, but the married man is concerned about the affairs of this world, how he can please his wife, and his interests are divided. An unmarried woman or a virgin is concerned about the Lord's affairs. Her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world, how she can please her husband. The Bible is not against one being married. However, there's an important thing that was reminded by the Bible. How precious that one should treasure your time when you are not yet married. We need to treasure and make good use of the time when we are single. After you get married, after you become a parent, there are so many things in this life that will concern you and you will be worried. You'll be concerned, you'll be worried about matters concerning your husband or your wife. And you'll be so focused and concerned about your children. When you become a parent someday, then you will know. As if these things never end. 
。所以未结婚以前啊 ，before you get married， 嗱你时间是比较占自由啊。You rather have a free and、uh, unrestricted life. 嗱，你注意，我唔是讲未结婚嘅人我占无为啊，我冇这个意思啊。It doesn't mean to say that those who are unmarried have a lot of time on hand. No, no, no. 未结婚嘅人我还是占无为啦。Singles or those who are not married can equally be equally busy. 呀，最大就系创啊。You need to do a lot of things. 但是比较。Comparatively speaking, you have a, a more a more free time on hand. For example, free time, more free time. More free time on hand. Why? Because you. For example, if you want to travel overseas, if you are single, you can move around freely. You need to wait. You need not wait until the school ends of your child. And you need not ask the spouse opinion or permission. If you want to travel, then you can leave. So you can do something more. Uh, it seems that you can attend any meetings or services、uh, by yourself. So Paul teaches us that we should make good use of the time when you are single. How do you use this time to please God? And make good use of this time in order to please the Lord. Put the focal point in our life on the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you know what's the reason? You know what's the most difficult time a single person may encounter? It's not that you、uh, suffer from、uh, being without friends. No. 单身地痛苦就是当你自自我为中心的时阵。Single people suffer most when they are self-centered. When a person has himself or herself as a center of their lives, every time this person will think that I lack this, I am insufficient,、uh, I'm, I lack the other things. And after some thought, you realize that you're so pitiful. It's the most difficult time in the life of a single person. We need to change this life of living a self-centered life into a God-centered life. God's missions, God's teaching, and God's church as the center of our life. Then you'll realize that there's another mission in your life. And then. And you'll realize that you have a happy life. After all, but when you remain unmarried, every day you need to persuade yourself or convince yourself. You need to convince yourself that it's good being single. Now, this is not a IQ test. It's not a being self-conceited. It's a IQ test. Now, the two people are IQ tests. Yeah, that's it. It means that、uh, you are just reassuring yourself, or you're not comforting yourself. That is the right and positive approach. Let's read how Apostle Paul says in First Corinthians chapter seven, verses twenty-six to twenty-eight. Because of the present crisis, I think that it is good for you to remain as you are. Are you married? Do not seek a divorce. 
Are you unmarried? Do not look for a wife. But if you do marry, you have not sinned. And if a virgin marries, she has not sinned. But those who marry will face many troubles in this life. And I want to spare you this. Pay attention to the last sentence. Those who marry will face many troubles in this life, and I want to spare you of this. Being single, being unmarried, Apostle Paul has shown us that your troubles will uh, be lesser. Though it's good to be married, it's also good to be single. However, those who are married will suffer more than those who are not married. You know that uh, we symbolize marriage with a wedding ring. Suffering. Uh, this wedding ring may end up to be your suffering. Yeah, but love is suffer. Because love is long suffering. If you love a person, you should be willing to suffer for this person. If you have a child, then you will be willing to suffer for your child. That's why Apostle Paul said, I want to spare you of this trouble. Please pay attention that it, Paul doesn't mean to say that he disallow or uh, disagree a person being married. There are some benefits of being married and there are some uh, uh, deficiencies of being married. So those who are still waiting to get married, every day you need to convince yourself. Even if I am leading a single life, but I'm living a good life. Last question, may I ask you? Will you consider marriage as good or bad for you? Let me tell you. Only God knows the answer to this question. You might have heard this, uh, how people commented. There are two cities. When a person entered the first city, everybody wants to enter the city. Those who are outside the city are eager to enter the city. However, those who are inside the city, they wanted to get out of the city. What does it mean? The city connotes those who are married. Those who are not yet married, everyone wanted to get married. So they are in a hurry to get married. However, those who are married, those who are already in the city, they long to get out from that way. Whether it's good or bad for one to get married, only God knows. So in both situations, you should not force yourself into being married. Some people, it's only all right for them to get married. While others, they do not find it suitable to get married. Some people, they have the gift of getting married. 
and other people they have the gift of not being married. So you have this self-toxin unsu. And this is the gift of remaining single. Paul said it again. And that's how Apostle Paul said. You got the chapter, the chapter column to change. First Corinthians chapter seven, verse seven. You got no quantity. Ching lang ching ju gua sang kuan. This is the galang niashu shong de unsu. This is ani. This is ani. I wish that all men were as I am. But each man has his own gift from God. One has this gift, another has that. Paul Apostle Paul has the gift of being unmarried, being single. And yet he reminded us that not all of us are the same. So, Kawe, dear church, do not force anyone to get married. And you should not also enforce that each person remains single. Especially as parents, you should not force your child to get married. Being married may not necessarily be good for your child. But on the other hand, you should also not. Prevent or prohibit other people from getting married. Everything is in accordance to God's lead. The most important thing is. We need to have people surrounding us. Good friends that will surround us for life. Good siblings. Surrounding our lives. And as we have a good fellowship life. Finally, do you know that? All people who belong to the Lord shall one day experience the utmost blissful married life. And this is the eternal life of being wed married. Uh, even if you have never been married on earth, I can guarantee if you are the people of God, someday you will experience the best wedding ceremony in the entire universe. And we will be the future bride. Christ is the groom. The first book of the Bible, the book of Genesis, it started by the wedding ceremony. The, the wedding ceremony between Adam and Eve. The last book in the entire Bible, the book of Revelation, concluded with the uh, wedding ceremony. The wedding ceremony between Christ and his bride, the church. And someday, all people of God shall lead a very blissful and happy eternal life uh, being married to our Christ. There's no other married life better than this. No wedding ceremony more glorious than this. May God help us. Whether you remain unmarried on earth as a single, being 
Unmarried, being single is just temporary. In reality, it's only temporary. Someday, all of us will experience the life of being married. And the best groom in the entire universe, our Lord Jesus Christ. May God bless you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. As we come before you, we thank you for concluding this sermon series, The Master's Design. As we examine the different roles and responsibilities of each person, may the Lord help us. Each one of us may follow your design for our lives. Today, as we share the life of being single in conclusion to the Master's Design series, please help us to know that each person someday we shall experience this glorious wedding ceremony where the marriage between Christ and his church. And this is our hope. And this is our glorious hope. As we lead our lives on earth, please help us to lead each day of our life according to your plan. That we may lead a life glorious life. We thank God. Listen to our thanksgiving and prayer in the holy name of our Lord Jesus Christ and Savior. Amen. 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 Next week, we'll return back to study the book of Romans. Even if we have stopped for the last two months. Next week, We'll return back to the book of Romans and we'll be studying Romans chapter 12. And how we can give our body as living sacrifices. See you next week. God bless.